Welcome! Welcome to PD's Power Hour. I'm your host, Michelle, also known as PD. And in today's very, very special mini episode, we are breaking the rules and not actually doing a mini bottle. I know these mini episodes are supposed to be featuring mini things, mini bottles rather, just so you can, things that are more easily accessible, things that you can find, because in the alcohol world, things are sometimes hard to find besides those big name brands, which come in mini bottles. But you know what? It was my birthday this weekend. And so for my birthday, a lovely friend gave me a bottle of Whistlepig 12-year-old rye, old world old, oh my god, rye is such a hard word to say, old world rye, wine cast finished. And I was so appreciative and so thankful. I was like, I have to do something for this. I mean, isn't that the whole thing I do? Like content, like drink and content create? I don't know. (laughs) So this very special mini episode is not going to feature a mini bottle, but my birthday present from my dear friend. And that birthday present is a lovely bottle of rye whiskey, which I have not done yet. So this is perfect. (laughs) So let's get into it. So this bottle of whistle pig, how did it start? Well, whistle pig started in 2007. It was purchased by Raj Peter Bakta, and he purchased a farm in Shoreham, Vermont. And to be perfectly honest, for the longest time, even when I was managing a wine shop slash liquor shop in DC, I thought that Whistle Pig was Canadian whiskey. And to be true, it technically kind of is. So even though they are based in Vermont, whenever they first got started, because they wanted to have a focus on rye, and to produce rye, you can't pump it out for the first couple years like you have to let it sit in barrel like bourbons and such so what they did is they purchased stock from 10 year old blendable whiskeys and they used that stock which was canadian whiskey to get their company off the ground to get them started so the first couple years it wasn't actually products that were from their farm but you know what that's okay you gotta do what you gotta do and a lot of distilleries do this so Good for them. I don't think it says Canadian on the bottle anymore. Canadian rye whiskey. It does, (laughs) which is probably why I had that big misconception. Um, So since they had purchased before and they may still be purchasing it to this day in order to use that blend for their signature products. So cool. Canadian and United States whiskey together. Working together as one. Isn't that cool? (laughs) But Whistlepig is actually pretty famous in terms of their master distiller. So the master distiller was Dave Pickerel, who is famous in the whiskey world. He spent 14 years at Maker's Mark, and he is considered the founding father of craft distilling. Pretty much what he did, he started a consulting firm called Oakview Spirits, which he consulted over a hundred different distilleries. So he touched so many places, so many distilleries in the country to have, to, just to get his knowledge. He also helped out with the Mount Vernon Restoration Project. Pretty much what they did is George Washington used to have a distillery and Unfortunately, it went into disarray and, and, you know, what they did a couple years ago is they started to restore it and even now they are selling 
whiskeys out of Mount Vernon like how they used to, like three, 200 years ago, 300 years ago. Oh my gosh, I can't think of math and how long ago George Washington was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he helped on that project in order to preserve the history of how rye was made during the late 1700s. And he also contributed, which I thought this was pretty cool, and somebody in the Polykill Discord actually shared with me at one point. He worked with Metallica in 2018 and released Blacken American Whiskey, which is pretty much what they did, is in the aging process for this whiskey. It includes the application of low-frequency sound waves to the brew, which broadcasts the band's song in order to stimulate the aging process in the barrel. So I have no idea. I'm, I'm, now I have to try it because <laughs> that, to be perfectly honest, it sounds pretty ridiculous and I kind of like that. So. <laughs> but yeah, he has done so many different things and has contributed so much into the whiskey world. Unfortunately, he passed away back in November of 2018, but his memory is still living on and his legacy with the pro- many projects that he has done, including our bottle today, whistle pig so yay (laughs) so let's talk about rye i had somebody ask me on twitter recently what's the difference between bourbon and rye well to be perfectly honest bourbon is has to be 51 percent corn rye coming from the united states has to be 51 percent rye now they'll both go through very similar aging process they have to have must be aged in new chark oak barrels for a couple of years. They have to be mashed and put into barrel at a certain abbreviated alcohol. So lots of technical stuff that I just, I really don't care about. But the biggest difference is that bourbon is corn, rye is rye. And rye is distinct because it, generally speaking, has this sort of spiciness to it that you don't get from the corn. So corn is sweet. Corn is going to have that natural sweetness to it that is very recognizable. Whereas rye, you almost have this touch of spicy finish to it. It almost has like a, a little tingle to it, even more so with the alcohol. So the rye I have here, Whistlepig, aged 12 years, old world rye, finished in wine cast. So technically... Like I said before, rye has to be aged new charred oak barrels for a couple of years. This bottle is aged in charred oak barrel for 10 years. And then after those 10 years, it spends the next couple years in a different blend of Madeira cast, Sauntur cast, and Port cast, all three of which are wines. Madeira, we did and was the first episode I actually did for this podcast. Sauterne is a sweet wine from France. And Port is another episode I did uh, with Dean. Uh, I forgot which episode number, but it's in there. (laughs) And so all of these sweet wine casts will impart a different flavor profile rather than just the new charred oak barrel. So it's another level of complexity to it. It's also much more expensive because these barrels are not cheap. I mean, not that new charred oak barrels aren't cheap either. I mean, all barrels are expensive, but sourcing these barrels, making sure they're of quality, and then, you know, they only last, like you only can reuse them a certain amount of times and using that master blender in order to blend all three of those together. So it's it's quite the process 
This is also at 86 proof, so a little bit higher than your normal proof. So that's cool. <laughs> so they're not adding a so much water in order to dilute it down to 80, but I'm really excited. So that's pretty much how this is made, who it comes from, and where it comes from, from Shoreham, Vermont, even though it says Canadian rye whiskey right there on the bottle. I, I knew, I'm like, you know, I spent so many years, I'm like, isn't that Canadian? <laughs> Good for me. So let's taste, shall we? The color is beautiful. Nice little dark brown color. I mean, it looks like a bourbon, looks like a classic whiskey. Little tinge of goldenness to it. Quite lovely. And if you haven't gotten the vibe from it from this little chat I'm having with you right now, this is not a cheap bottle. Retail, it'll run above $100, depending on what market you're at. Um, in the Virginia market, it was about, it, it runs about $130, $120-ish. Not exactly sure. It's also kind of difficult to find. So this is why this is a special occasion and why we're doing a special <laughs> on this for a mini episode. So let's give it a good nose. Oh, see, there's something about whiskeys that are aged in former wine barrels, specifically sweet wine, like scotches that are aged in former sherry bottle cast or Madeira cast, or even with this whiskey aged in mostly Madeira cast, 63%. Madeira is one of my most favorite wines in the world. It has a beautiful sweetness to the nose that you do not get unless it has that wine cast finish or complete wine cast to it. It's very rare that you'll have a scotch or a whiskey that's aged completely in these wine cast finishes. Usually it's first aged in bourbon, then finished in, in these, probably because of the sweetness imparted in them. Also because of the rules, like, you know, in the U.S., they regulated to say you have to age it for a couple years in new charred oak barrels. So there's that. But a beautiful, bright nose, Lots of sweetness to it. A little bit of honeyed caramel. Also, you get that little spice of rye. Very typical. Mm. Letting it open up here a little bit. Let's give it a taste. Honey, caramel, butter. Like, oh, just delectable. Little spice there on the finish that is just tingles, tingles the senses. Very well balanced, I think, in terms of the sweetness on the front head and the spice of the rye on the finish. I think that's really hard to find in, in some whiskeys. And this does it beautifully with its balance. You don't feel like one is overpowering the other. Beautiful touches of like really ripe cherry note to it. I kind of get, I mean, it is just really a special bottle. And I say this with um, a discerning heart, but if you have the opportunity and you see this bottle of Whistle Pig, or if you, you know, somebody, you friend somebody, this is what it's all about. You friend a good person who will share it with you. I highly recommend you take a moment and you appreciate something like this. And don't just shoot it down. Take a moment and breathe. <laughs> That's really what it's all about, right? That's what I'm all, I'm all about whenever it comes to these. Just, oh, I'm so appreciative of this. And I know this is not a very typical mini, but you know what? It was my birthday. And it's my since it's my birthday, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, which is true in itself anyways, I feel like, whenever I'm doing these things. But we'll get back to normal mini episodes uh, soon after this. But I wanted to thank you. Everyone, it's been a wonderful year. I'm a year older and not any wiser. <laughs> 
having the opportunity to taste with many different people and to educate and have you wonderful listeners has been a truly a wonderful treat that has been the best birthday present of all. So thank you. Cheers. And enjoy your alcohol. Take a minute and enjoy. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at PD's Power Hour, or you can email me your questions, comments, or concerns to PD's Power Hour at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard here, head over to polymedianetwork.com to find more fabulous podcasts like this one Tales of Lesser Medium, Polykill, Drunk Fun, Indie Quest, all the good stuff. And if you want to help out the show, please rate and review on your preferred listening application. Just takes a minute and it really helps us out. Drink well, my friends. Bye.